Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thanks. We are back here on our big program. We have a tremendous, tremendous guest with us today. Ingrid Newkirk is with us. She's the founder of PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. Also the acclaimed author of Save the Animals, 101 Things You Can Do. Kids Can Save the Animals and the Compassionate Cook. She currently resides in Washington, D.C., and she joins us today here on Zoom. And uh, you have a tremendous new book, Animal Kind. Let's talk a little bit about this incredible book, my friend. Uh, how, how did you come about with this book? Oh, I have collected interesting things about animals, who they are, what they do, how they communicate, and how they navigate, all, all sorts of wonderful things for years. And so I have a drawer full of them, very old-fashioned. And I put it all together with news stories, anything I found interesting that I thought other people who care about animals might find interesting too. And I hope, it, hope to open eyes and hearts and minds and have people think, good Lord, they are so clever. They can do things that even we cannot. Yes. Yes, I am amazed by animals every single day. Uh, Ingrid Newkirk with us today. Animal Kind is the latest from her. So your book seems to be stealing the hearts of reading enthusiasts everywhere. What kind of reactions have you been getting to the book? Well, people seem to be quite enthusiastic. I had one gentleman bought 100 copies to put in libraries everywhere. So... When people wow. start going back to libraries, they can check them out. And someone else put them in schools, which I think is grand. That will also apply after the pandemic. Um, people who care about animals, even though they think they may know a lot about them, are writing to me, sending me emails saying, I had no idea that reindeer can change the color of their eyes from blue in winter to gold in summer and can manufacture their own vitamin C, or that an albatross, not a human being, was the first individual to know that the world was round because they circumnavigated, they flew around uh-huh. the entire world. Now, what um, this this book, you, you, you put a lot of time and effort into this, Ingrid. Um, give us the profile of the typical reader who you believe is going to enjoy this book. Well, I hope anybody who is in any way curious about animals or who values them, you know, with the pandemic, people have been spending more time appreciating animals in ways they didn't before when they were so busy and they were scurrying from work to going out in the evening to whatever they were doing. They've even come to know their own dogs and cats at home more than they ever have. And I think they've realized things, too, that If we think it's an inconvenience to not be able to do everything we want to do, well, how has it been for those animals who have been stuck at home day after day after day or in a circus, in a a zoo, in a cage, in a laboratory? So I believe more and more people are 
of thinking about animals in a positive way and realizing that there's actually no us or them. We're just all in this together. We're all living beings with with feelings, with thoughts, with, with desires and needs. And none of us wishes to be in pain or to have been deprived of our freedom. So there's, there are revelations, and young people particularly, I think, are realizing that we have exploited animals when we shouldn't have and that we've underestimated their intelligence. And young people have always been the ones who have led the adults, whether it's been on environmental things or, you know, against discrimination. Well, now the issue is discrimination against other species. We need to get over ourselves and realize that we all share the world and and we, our domination of it is hurting the others. What was your uh, particular writing style with this book? Well, there were two of us in the book uh, <laughs> writing, and we each had a different style. For me, I'm a, an activist type, but also a philosopher. And uh, Gene Stone, who wrote it with me, is very much a fact-based person, so he did a lot of the uh, heavy lifting of looking up every single thing that that um, I furnished, um, but most of it came from our files. And I wanted it to be easy. I wanted it to be digestible for people to think, gosh, and be able to pick it up and put it down, go to page 20 or page 200 and learn something. It's divided into two sections, and we worked very carefully on that. The first part is to show all these talents and traits and things you may not have known about animals. And the second part is to say, now that you know, then perhaps that should inform your buying decisions. Maybe you'll try a vegan leather something instead of a cow's hide, or you'll eat a Beyond Burger instead of a, a chicken nugget. Or you will, when you go on vacation, you'll know those intelligent, wonderful elephants don't want to be ridden, and that parrot doesn't want to sit on your shoulder for a photo op. Maybe those things will, you'll think, oh, I can do something different. I can do something kind. Now, how do you compare this book to the previous books you've written in the past? Well, um, I wrote Free the Animals, which is really like an airport novel. I call it my airport novel. It's an easy read, and it fictionalizes um, some of the information about animal liberations, which is, means animals who were taken out of laboratories and off factory farms and rescued and given a home. That's very different from this. Kids can save. Of course, it's for children, and it's easy-peasy things that they can do in their lives. And a lot of it is arts and crafts and writing poems and essays, things that educate them along the way, because people say, you know, if you teach a child to be kind to a mouse, you do as much for the child as you do for the mouse. They'll grow up being respectful of all others, hopefully. Um, and others are just practical guides. And of course, a cookbook is a cookbook, but this <laughs> is a special book for our 40th anniversary, Animal Kind. Now, with, with accomplishing all this and, and writing these other three books, do you have any advice for, for writers who may pick up your book and uh, are, are very interested in, in starting a writing career or continuing a writing career based upon your, your books? 
Well, my little bit of information here or advice is write from the heart. And that may sound trite, but it's true. You write from your own experience. You write from your own interest, and it will just pour out of you. Then you need a good editor. <laughs> we have got a tremendous guest with us today. Ingrid Newkirk is with us. Animal Kind is the latest. So do you recall how your interest in writing originated? Oh, I've always loved to write, and I always like to tell stories. And I do believe one of the wonderful things is sharing your experience, anecdotes. And I've, I've crammed lots of anecdotes, personal experiences into the book. If you have something that moves you or something that wakes you up, something you find surprising, don't keep it to yourself. Share it. And so there are stories in the book about my first um, reading of of how geese experience grief. My first realization that squirrels can rotate their feet, which is why they can come down a tree backwards and a cat cannot. A cat needs you to go up and get them. Um, I, I wrote about um, Diane Fossey when I was quite young and her work with gorillas. I've always been fascinated by the pioneers who have been out looking at animals and figuring out who they are. And I was a humane officer. So I saw many cruelty cases, and I have explored all the alternatives to those things. And so I wanted to share all that. It's always fascinated me to share stories. What were the uh, challenges, research, literary, psychological, logistical, in bringing this book to life? Well, that's an excellent question because there was really only one, and that is I know how animals suffer. Uh, because of human greed and because humans don't think or they don't know or they're arrogant. And I'm a human being. I know all those things. And I didn't want to make the book sad. I wanted to make the book empowering. So if I found myself saying too much about how animals are put through pain and are killed for things we don't need and we should know better to, than to do, I had to discipline myself to stop that and to reformat something in a way that is uplifting and positive. That is awesome. Well, Ingrid, this has been a uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, just interview here. I, I've, I've really enjoyed chatting with you. Uh, I love PETA. You guys have such a great organization, and it was an honor to speak with you today. Good luck with the rest of your media tour, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.